Welcome to Career Tools. Assertiveness, saying no. Here we go. This cast answers these questions. What is assertiveness? How do I become more assertive? How do I decide if a request is reasonable? If you want to answer these questions and more, keep listening. Finally, after years of waiting, The Effective Manager in book form is available at Amazon and Barnes and & Noble and your other retail booksellers, as well as signed copies are available on our website, manager-tools.com. If you want to know the basics of how to manage others effectively in book format, including Kindle and ebook format as well, we encourage you to buy, read, and then implement the guidance in The Effective Manager. So Wendy, you're going to tell me about assertiveness. I guess early in my career, I, I got some guidance. I need to be more assertive. I had no idea what that meant, by the way. It's like, <laughs> am I supposed to bully people away? Am I supposed to yell at people? I suspect we have a lot of listeners who have had similar comments and have no idea what being more assertive is about. Yeah, assertiveness is one of those words that means a lot of things to different people. But basically... There are some circumstances where you want to say no, where you need to say no, where you uh, or you want to voice an opinion, and many people feel like they can't do that. This is where the balance of saying yes to things and protecting yourself and your your own time, your own energy come comes into play. If it's too much on your your side, like you're giving too much, then you just exhaust yourself. And so sometimes it is right to say no, and so. Or, or to voice an opinion that's the opposite of what's being said. And so that's what we're going to talk about today. So we're going to talk about being clear about what it is that you want, uh, giving a reason, uh, no stories, and reasonable requests are reasonable. We're going to talk about what reasonable really means. Okay, so get clear about it. What are we getting clear about? What's it? <laughs> we're getting clear about what it is that we want. Uh, so... We've said before, say yes to your boss. If your boss says, do you want to work on this project? I've got this thing I need doing. Then you say yes. But there are some bosses, we'll admit, that are not as reasonable as managed horse bosses and who might want you to work, uh, work on things that take you into the realm of too much work, too many hours. You know, we also say go home, be with your family. And if your boss is preventing that, then there are times when it's reasonable to say, I can't do that. I'm not going to do that. So, and one of the reasons people don't always get what they want is because they don't say what they want and they're not clear about it. So the first thing you need to do is get clear about what it is that you want. So say your boss wants to work you to work this weekend and it's like the 12th weekend in a row and they, will you role play with me? Sure. You can be the boss. Okay. So I'm going to call you uh Wendy, I need you to work this weekend. And, you know, we're like, we're way behind this project. And you're the only one that can do X, Y, and Z to get us caught up. So um, how does that work for you? If boss, I'm really tired. I've worked all of those weekends. I don't know that I'm going to do a good job if I come in this weekend. Believe me, you, you always do a great job. You'll be great. And even on your worst day, you're better than anyone else around here. So send me an email when you're in on Saturday, okay? Yeah, now Annabelle's now working her 12th weekend in the in this, uh, or I'm working my 12th weekend in a row, which is really not good for me. Well, you made it really easy for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because I didn't say, no, I need to stay home this weekend. I made it kind of oblique and I sort of 
wavered about saying, you know, I'm not going to do a good job. It was easy for you to say, well, no, you are going to do a good job. Like, just come in. I'll talk to you on Saturday. Yeah, oblique. That's a great word. You you didn't want to work this weekend, but you made it something about, well, you're not sure you do a good job. And of course, of course, I know you're going to do a good job. Or you could say, I don't have enough skills. Oh, of course you do. I know what you know. I mean, come on. You're, you're, you'll be great. See you Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So if you find yourself agreeing to overtime or working the weekend or taking on a project that's going to be the breaking of you, then you're not being assertive. And sometimes it feels like you don't have an alternative because you don't have a good reason to say no. Often uh, people who don't have families feel like this. You know, they're asked to work Christmas because, well, all of these other people have families and young children and they want to be home on Christmas Day. Well, that's true. They all do want to be home on Christmas Day, but that doesn't mean just because you don't have family nearby that you have to work every single Christmas for 10 years. That's not fair either. So people feel like if they don't have a good reason, they can't say no. But needing rest or just wanting the time off, if this is your first week off in three months or six months, then it's reasonable to ask for it and to have it. And you're not built to run continually like a machine. You have to have rest. And so it's unreasonable to to ask you to keep going. And it's reasonable for you to say, I need a rest. I need to stop. I need the weekend off. So let's back up again. We'll try. We'll try the role play again and see if we can see if I can actually get the weekend off. Okay, you try. Go, go, girl. Same thing. And this time, I've really thought about what I'm pretty it is tough. that I I'm want, tough. and <laughs> I've thought about what I want. I've had some. Pra- I've practiced. So let's see if I can do better. Okay, you ask me. Hey, Wendy, I need you to work this weekend. We're way behind. You know that, and you're the only one that can do X, Y, and Z to get us caught up. So. Um, really like you to work this weekend. Boss, I'm sorry. I can't. Really? I mean, the project needs you. I mean, we need to start this Module 7 on Monday. We can't do it until you've done X, Y, and Z. I appreciate that, but I can't work this weekend. Okay. <laughs> it's much harder to argue with, right? Because I'm not giving you anything to reply to. Right, exactly. Without going, well, what are you doing this weekend? And then it gets to be, you know, for most bosses, that gets to be a little... Much. They know there was a boundary at some point. <laughs> yeah, you want to hope so. Uh, this repeating yourself technique is called the broken record technique, and it's really, really effective when you're talking to someone you know who will try to keep wheedling, like t- keep saying things, will always come back to your answer with another answer. Uh, it's really effective with those people because it kind of shuts them down and it doesn't give them anything to sink their hooks in, anything to reply to. It's just like presenting a a blank wall. So here's some more things that you could answer to bosses who want you to do things that are unreasonable. I'd like to take the days off between X and Y. I want to leave early on X day. I want someone else to take this task. I can't do that. Thanks for the advice. I will consider that option. I love that one because I will consider it. I've considered it. I'm not doing it. Consider is an awesome word. Um, That's not a priority for me. I'll reach out when I have time to do it. I need to get back to you on that. I appreciate your perspective and I don't agree. I'm surprised um, I'll put it on my list is not on your list because that's what I hear from you quite often. (laughs) 
That's not no. That's just <laughs> you're on there with everybody else. <laughs> okay, so those are all good examples of, of sample sen- sentences, I think, that are fairly assertive without being rude, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so what's, what's our next uh, suggestion you have? Okay, so my next suggestion is give a reason. And if you look into assertiveness, if you if you Google and, and it and to be read, clear, that your your first suggestion we we're talking about was basically saying no, right? Is is you're not giving reasons, right? And so the next no. the next step here is where you're actually giving a reason as to why you can't do it. Exactly. Yeah. So if you Google articles about um, assertiveness, you'll see lots of things that say no is a complete sentence, which is true. You are allowed to say no to things without giving people an explanation of why you're saying no. It comes up more in personal things, I think. You know, if somebody says, do you want to go to the pub and you say no? You don't have to say I can't or there's a reason, you know, I'm not drinking today. My wife says I can't go. You don't have to say any of those things. No. But there are consequences, right? I mean... There are. And and what's really interesting is that research shows that if we give people a reason, it doesn't matter what the reason is, but they're much more less likely to argue with us. The most quoted experiment is um, the researchers found somewhere where there was a long line for the photocopier and they put one of the researchers in the line and then the researcher just asked all the people in front of them if they could go ahead of them. And so they would say, oh, can I go ahead of you? I just have these things to photocopy. And all of the people let them go ahead, despite the fact they were all in line with things to photocopy. In other words, the other person, the the researcher, didn't have any better reason than the people in the line, and and yet they still let them go in front of them. Hmm. It's a a human nature thing that, that, I don't know, if we get a reason... Apparently, we, we're much more agreeable. Okay, that, that makes sense. If you use the and, not but technique, which we've discussed before, then the sentence, if you if you use but, you, you're in danger of making the sentence confrontational. But um, if you say, I appreciate your perspective, but I'm going to do it my way, it's a big difference between I appreciate your, your perspective and I'm going to do it my way. There's something about but that makes... Sentences confrontational. No, oh, it's a, it's a big red flag of a, a disagreement because what it does is you have X followed by but and Y, and basically you're saying there's X, but and and the most important thing is Y, which is yeah <laughs> right versus and suggests some equivalence between the two in terms of priority, right? Exactly. Yeah. Okay, so let's try this again. We'll try. Uh, we'll try uh, adding the reason to why we can't work this weekend. So you can ask me again. <laughs> okay, Wendy, I need you to work this weekend. We're way behind, and as you know, you're the only one that can do these three things um, to get us caught up. Boss, I'm sorry, I can't. I need to rest this weekend in order to be healthy and productive. There's not a lot of argument that you can do with that, right? Yeah, but I don't need you to be healthy. <laughs> I don't know, that doesn't sound all that great. So yeah, no, it, 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 is, right? it is a little harder. You're right. It's stupid because the reason is really obvious. And yet you're right. If you said, well, I don't want you to be healthy and productive. It's like, well, you've just countered to what you just said, which is I want you working. Right. And there's a big difference between you saying in order to stay healthy and productive versus what you had said before, which is, you know, I won't be very good at that. Right, which gives yeah. me, I can argue that because I know your work, right? Being healthy and productive is a little harder to fight you on. Exactly. 
Okay. Your next point was no story. Okay, so no story. Now I like <laughs> I like this for a number of reasons because I don't <laughs> like long stories and conversations when I ask somebody to do something. But go on. Tell me what tell me what you mean by that. So if giving someone a reason is a good thing, then more reasons must be better, right? And sure. so then you start to give them a bunch of reasons why you can't work. And it doesn't work because it makes the reasons, each of them seem smaller, and you're giving more hooks for someone to argue against. So we'll demonstrate again. So Wendy, I need you to work this weekend. You know, we're way behind and you know you're the only one that can do X, Y, and Z to get us back on schedule. So could you do that for me, please? Boss, I'm sorry, I can't. I haven't been sleeping well and I'm so stressed out. And, you know, my back's hurting from sitting so much. And, you know, my dad has problems with his back and I just know that I'm going to have the same thing. And the kids at school, the kids next door, they're always coming to school with a cold. So, you know, my immune system's not good. I, boss, I really don't know. I, um <sighs> Okay, look at Wendy. <laughs> Everyone's tired. It's just part of modern day life. Look at just stretch a bit and come to work and avoid those kids and you won't get sick. It's, it's the safe, safest place for you to be is here at work. So see you Saturday, okay? Yeah. <laughs> Damn, I just talked myself into working again. But there's, there's something like if there's a whole bunch of reasons, the I can't bit gets lost and like I say, if if I when I added reasons, I gave you things that you could argue about. Yeah. And you've given me like four or five options there of, of, of mm -hmm. objections, right? So I'll just pick the one that I can address, right? And avoid and just not even talk about the other ones. Yeah. <laughs> and it and it's it, it kind of feels unfair for the, the other person to then go back to those. So yeah, exactly. And, and, you know, at the end of that thing, it just starts, just sounds bad, right? Because by the time you were finished speaking, you were talking about annoying kids, which I don't care about your annoying kids, frankly, right? So you're talking about annoying kids rather than a perfectly legitimate response saying, like, I can't work this weekend, boss, sorry. Exactly. That's why you have to practice. If you're the kind of person who finds it difficult to say no, then practice so that you can do it in two sentences. No, I can't. And this is the reason. Because if you find it difficult to say no, you're more likely to tell a story. It's like feed the feedback model. If you're uncomfortable with it, you tend to make it longer and therefore make the the uncomfortable moment last longer, which is kind of counterproductive, but it is like a human nature thing. I'll just soften it with more words. Yeah, just this nervous chatter that means nothing. Okay, so I'm worried a little bit that leave people with the impression, well, this is, we're just suggesting techniques that anytime your boss asks you to do something, whether reasonable or not, here are some techniques to get out of the work. That's really not what you're saying, right? Exactly. I mean, there are such things as reasonable requests from your boss, and you're not suggesting that this is the panacea to getting out of work. No. And I'm a say yes to your boss. I'm a big proponent of say yes to your boss and make it work. But there are things that are unreasonable. And if you're the kind of person who finds themselves doing a lot of things that you don't want to do or that it's not good for you to do, then you're probably not assertive enough. If you are already assertive, you don't need any encouragement to stand up for yourself. If you get your way most of the time, you don't need this because you're doing it yourself. And this isn't free reign to go say no to things. It's free reign to say no to things that are unreasonable and not to be steamrolled. 
if you're working a standard nine to six week, you know, nine to six Monday to Friday, then it is reasonable to have most weekends off. If there's a crunch, if you're an accountant and it's tax season, if there's a project that has to go out in three weeks time and the project's behind, then of course it's reasonable for your boss to say, hey, we're all going to be in nonstop for the next three weeks and the whole team is doing it and we're doing it together and it'll suck, but we need to get this out on time. That's a reasonable request. It's not reasonable for your boss to use that reason every single week of the year. That's right. I I, I moved companies lots so 20 years ago, I guess, but I had gone from at this point MCI to now Verizon was Bell Atlantic at the time. And I had people for who had not had a day off to include weekends for like nine months working for me. It was just, it was just crazy. Okay, folks, that's unreasonable. That's an unreasonable request to ask somebody to work for nine months without a single day off. So I'll stop there because I could go into the the whole culture there and probably wouldn't be good. <laughs> okay. Um, it's, it's reasonable for you to have the occasional time off to see a child's play or something personal. It's absolutely reasonable for you to have time off to go to doctor's appointments and the dentist and things that are beneficial to your health. I mean, if you can book checkups so that they're convenient times for work, then that's a good thing. But if you have an emergency and you need to see the doctor in the next two days and the only appointment they have is at three o'clock in the afternoon, then it's reasonable for you to have that time off. If your grandmother has died four times already this year, that's not reasonable. (laughs) (laughs) It's reasonable to say no to tasks sometimes or say, I can't do that now or can you give that one to, to Lucy because, you know, I've got all of this stuff to do. And you have to have some judgment. Don't say no all the time, but once in a while, it's fine. It's reasonable to say no to someone who's recommending a way to do your work as long as you're effective, you're getting your work done, and your boss is happy with you. If somebody from sales comes along and says, hey, it would be much better for me if you do this, you can say, well, I'll consider that. Thank you. And then not do it. Right. Makes sense. And if you're the kind of person that generally says yes, when you really, really want to say no, you're probably at the end of the spectrum where you you could have more assertiveness. If no feels dangerous and confrontational, then you probably could do with a little bit more assertiveness, even though that probably feels like coming out of your comfort zone. Yeah, I suspect that people who are not assertive enough in protecting their own interests, right, in a reasonable way, are the same people that have been told by their boss in other situations, less personal, but in business, like, dude, you need to be more assertive, like Mm -hmm. in in terms of protecting our organization or protecting your work or whatever. But if if you often get advice about being more assertive in situations, it's worth considering whether or not you can be more assertive in protecting yourself as well. Yeah, exactly. That's a good point. I hadn't thought of that. And uh, as we said, we are all for saying yes to our bosses. I say yes all the time, but I say yes, meaning yes, because I want to do it. I don't say yes when I mean no, or I don't say yes when I want to say no. We don't want you to make any career limiting moves just because we said you could say no. And, you know, if your yeses to new projects and tasks and activities 
don't make you feel excited and energized and or like you're making a worthwhile contribution you know tidying up the library and making all the books alphabetical is not fun but it is a contribution to the team and the effectiveness of other people then consider saying no consider saying I don't think that we need to do that or I don't think we need to do that now or I don't think I should be the one doing that okay thanks Wendy you're welcome. Bye, everyone. Thanks, everyone. We'll see you next week. In the meantime, have a great one. So long. If you enjoyed this podcast and you want the how-tos of management wherever you are, check out the free Manager Tools mobile app. It's available on both iOS and Android devices. Go to the Apple Store or the Google Play Store and download the Manager Tools app. Just search for Manager Tools in the respective store or go to the Manager Tools website www.manager-tools.com and you'll find the links on the bottom of the homepage. Once you've installed the Manager Tools app, you'll have access to all the Manager Tools and Career Tools shows anytime, anywhere you want. With easy searching of podcasts by category, using the map of the universe, or using built-in search functions, it couldn't be easier. Additionally, if you're Manager Tools personal licensee, you'll have easy access to all the show notes right from the app whenever you want. Go to the App Store and download the Manager Tools mobile app You'll be happy you did.